Hi, I'm Allison Burrell with Radiation Research Society Vodcast, and I'm here with Sebastian Uck from Germany. What um, institution are you with? Yeah, um, so I'm from West Germany, from the Institute of Cell Biology. Mm-hmm. It's related to the University Hospital in Essen. And um, the University Hospital, as a teaching hospital, is part of the University Duisburg-Essen. Great, and your research um, is on a specific mutant protein that, um, is it a radiosensitizing, um, or, or what does this mutation so, I mean, the protein kinase B, uh-huh. this is my protein, um, also known as AKT. Um, actually, it's a major switch in the cell, dealing with survival, dealing with proliferation. Mm-hmm. And this mutation um, I'm working on mainly is um, enhancing proliferation in first step. But also, and that's what I'm doing during my PhD thesis, I've seen that it is also enhancing radio um, sensitivity, and yeah. So proliferation of cells, you're working yes. on a cell model? cancer cells. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it increases proliferation, mm-hmm. um, but isn't that the opposite of what you want to happen with cancer cells? Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the mutation we are looking at is a clinical relevant mutation, so we try to target patients or tumors in patients with carrying this mutation okay. so that we are able to sensitize the cell um, and even, for example, impair the proliferation by um, hitting the AKT, especially the mutated AKT. Mm-hmm. Okay, with radiation. With so. radiation and also other components like small molecule inhibitors. Mm-hmm. Um, to get rid of these positive effects on proliferation, on radio resistance of this mutation. Okay. Um, so, what types of cancers do you find this mutation in? Um, and it's it's naturally occurring, I guess. Um, so, the special point mutations. So we're just talking about one amino acid. Mm-hmm. Um, you mainly find them in brain okay. um, tumors, but you also find it in bladder, and prostate cancer, and breast. Mm, but it's not that high occurring, and mm-hmm. um, so we are not talking about the PI3K mutation, right. we have about 30% in breast cancer. So this is uh, um, a mutation that doesn't occur as often, but could be um, exploited in, in precision medicine. So mm-hmm. finding a patient who has this and then designing the treatment yes. around mm-hmm your knowledge of what this mutation does. And is it an early, um, an early mutation in cancer, or does it happen later um, in the progression of cancer? Um, so far, I'm not, I'm not totally sure if there's really a cancer just based on this mutation. Mm-hmm. So there are many um, cases that have KRAS mutated or PI3K mutated, mm-hmm. and some of them are carrying also the E17K mutation. Mm-hmm. So it protein. might be a later event be, yeah. uh, as, <clears throat> as it starts collecting right. mutations. But um, so, especially in my project, we are also using this mutation as, um, as a model for an activated AKT kinase. So, also um, in um, tumors that have a P10 loss, for example, mm-hmm. or a high active PI3K. Um, you get a high active AKT as a result, mm-hmm. and we um, use this mutation as a model for this. Okay, so, so is there um, 
So how do you use this mutation to, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, so what we did was uh, we introduced via a retroviral gene transfection, stable expressing these mutants in um, murine cell lines. Okay. And um, so we want to try a kind of a chronic model, like you have it in a tumor. Uh, you have a occurring mutation that is always there. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you use a transient system, it might get lower or it is thrown out or whatever and the expression goes down. And um, with this retroviral system, we were able to have a all the time same level of the protein. We can compare it to the AKT wild type also expressed um, with the same model. Mm -hmm. And so you have always a good um, control for this system. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so then what, what's the next step mm -hmm. after you introduce this mutation in the cell lines? So basically we were um, using ionizing radiation, mm -hmm. X-ray, um, and check for survival proliferation upon radiation. And in the next step, we also took a look at the DNA repair. And always in context, we check for localization of this protein, phosphorylation state, phosphorylation of downstream targets, and stuff that is actually related to this protein and the whole pathway. All right. Um, I guess, what kind of uh, assays are you using to look at the DNA damage? Um, so we have direct and indirect assays. Um, indirect assays, the common used gamma H, for example, mm, so immune fluorescence. Also, we were taking a look at um, specific repair pathways like um, the homologous recombination repair with RAT51 foci creation, for example. And, um, but we also used direct assays, so comet assay, for example, so that you can see also real um, damage on the DNA. And I mean, if if you take a look at a high active protein kinase, it might be that there are other pathways changed somehow. And if you then just take a look on a phosphorylation or on accumulation of fossa of different proteins, it might be not enough to check. Mm -hmm. So and that's why we, in the later part of my project, we go on with this direct assays. And, um, but actually, we confirmed the experiments, so we confirmed the results of the gamma H essay and everything, so this was quite nice. So what's the <coughs> clinical application for this? Um, so in the end, I think it might be possible to sensitize, especially uh, tumors carrying, activating mutations of the PI3K AKT pathway, mm -hmm. um, so that you really can uh, sensitize them for ionizing radiation and um, that might be better um, also if you think about normal tissue effects, that you have really a target that is on the one hand, uh, yeah, for, um, <clears throat> mm, responsible for um, the proliferation and the, and the tumor growth but that is also doing something with the radio resistance. And if you hit just one target and get rid of it, uh, of the proliferation and the radio resistance, this might be very nice. What kind of delivery system are you thinking of? I mean, this sounds like gene therapy or? Um, so there are some clinical trial two 
inhibitors of AKT, like the MK2206, for example. This is ongoing work of, of other groups also. Are these already medications that are FDA approved? Uh, not yet, not yet, totally, okay. but I think they are on a good way. Mm -hmm. um, but there are some um, already in use, I think also in the clinic, um, like PF3K inhibitors. Mm -hmm. And it might be that they are also working, so we tested also PI3K inhibitors. And um, yeah, this might be also a way to radiosensitize the cells. That would be really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, what, um, what are your next steps, I guess? Mm -hmm. So my next step uh, will be uh, to spend a year in <laughs> the US mm -hmm. doing some research. Um, so I finished my PhD thesis and I think this for me was so the main part of the work with this project. Um, but there's a follow-up project in Germany and um, they are now a little bit more looking at specific targets upon radiation mm -hmm. of the protein kinase so that we maybe um, can hit a little bit more specific uh, on this radio-resistant effect by hitting a target of the AKT. Huh? And so that would be done in a mouse model? Um, yeah, but we are also trying now to um, do xenograph um, with human um, mm -hmm. cells. So, Right, yeah. because you were using murine cells yeah. to, um, to yeah, induce... Mainly because of the retroviral system. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you, you didn't use any um, human cells? Not yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it sounds really interesting and um, it's always good to have a, like a combination, something that, um, you know, that are, that's sensitizing the cells and then, uh, and then giving the radiation treatment. Mm -hmm. um, are you at all concerned about heterogeneity of the tumor, not all of the cells having this mutation, um, you know, using this inhibitor might sensitize some of the cells, but then the others are still going to survive and, and keep proliferating? Um, so on the one hand, it's, it's really one of the big difficulties in my project that mm -hmm. AKT is just everywhere and always working and doing something. Mm -hmm. But on the opposite, this is the nice effect because you can always inhibit it. Right. So, but of course you have to be careful of normal tissue effects. If you just put in an AKT inhibitor, you might get problems in proliferation yeah. tissue. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering what the consequences or, or side effects are of, mm. of um, inhibiting AKT in a normal cell mm -hmm. um, or, a, or a cancer cell that doesn't have this, this, mm. this mutation of this specific amino acid. Mm -hmm. um, are there other AKT um, mutations that, um, like besides this one amino acid that cause this, this mm. effect? So we did a lot of database analysis of tumor samples and I'm pretty sure that this is one of the only so far found okay. <laughs> um, that is really uh, in a way in a somatic way. How big is the protein? How many amino acids? Um, we are talking about 480 amino acids okay. about. Um, so this comes out in a 60 kilodalton protein. And, um, what the mutation is doing actually is um, enhancing the binding to the membrane via um, the pH domain of the AKT. Mm -hmm. And um, so it is quite at the beginning of the, of the whole pathway, directly after the PI3K. Um, so this might also be an interesting point that you have a very early activation, very upstream in the 
pathway. Mm -hmm. And um, on the opposite, this is one of the reasons why we are now looking at um, downstream targets also. So it might be that um, AKT um, is, it is a little bit more important where AKT is. So really that the localization um, makes a choice for AKT what kind of next downstream target mm -hmm. will be phosphorylated. Well, and I guess what's good about this is that pathway is well elucidated so you, you know what, yeah. um, what downstream factors you can investigate right. next. Yeah. Great. So, so you said this was your PhD project, and so you, you're leaving the lab now and won't be continuing with this, pro I mean, the lab will continue mm -hmm. with this project, um, but do you want to stay working on something similar, or what are your ideas for um, your next step? So I think I will not completely stop working on AKT and these mutations. Um, I will now go a little bit more uh, in the microRNA field, mm -hmm. but also taking always a look at DNA repair, especially connected to ionizing radiation. Right. And um, I think we are now on a good project, trying to yeah, create a new project, um, and hopefully there will be some new plans coming out next year. Great. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Sebastian, for talking with me. Is there, um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? No. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Nice to meet you.